Asshole Court is a bi-weekly podcast in which a group of lifelong friends choose a controversial public figure and examine their history through available public records and various publications to determine if that person is as much of an asshole as the general public suspects. We rate the subjects on a not-so-scientific scale, ranging from Mr. Rogers to Hitler, 1 to 11, and average out the three scores in the end for our final number. Just a reminder, our judgment has no legal weight, is strictly an opinion, and is subject to change at any time, especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so just don't. Everyone loves a good comeback story. Martha Stewart was America's queen of the kitchen, did some hard time for insider trading, but has resurrected her career by teaming up with Snoop Dogg of all people to make herself relevant again. Robert Downey Jr., before he was Iron Man, was a poster boy of the Hollywood fuck-up. And I'll be honest, the inner teenage Randy is happy to see old Britney Spears seeming to get it together after those shave your head, marry your dancer, lose your kids years she had. Today's show subject, Lindsay Lohan seemingly had it all by the time she was 17 years old. She had just won awards for the movie she'd starred in, signed a record deal, and the money certainly followed. But it's a story all too familiar and one we've covered in our courtroom before. A young person finds fame and fortune, shows they have the discipline of a 14-year-old boy let loose on Pornhub, befriends the fellow cool kids, and then realizes that cocaine is a hell of a drug. Lindsay went on an absolute roller coaster of life for half a decade. I mean, with all the probation she was on, she should have bought stock in ankle monitoring companies. But when she finally ended all her legal trouble, and to quote my mom, cut the shit, she seemingly got things pointed in the right direction again. While Lindsay was definitely the one making the bad decisions that led to her name being in the news for all the wrong reasons, were there things in her past that could have led to this? Did she ask Jamie Lee Curtis about being a hermaphrodite when working on Freaky Friday? And after extensive research, I'll let you know how her Playboy shoot turned out. So let's find out if the curtains match the drapes in the Lindsay Lohan episode of Asshole Court. Awesome. We got to give a big shout out to Big Bisley off Instagram. Gave us the show suggestion for Lindsay Lohan. Big ups to Big Bisley. Big ups, big. Absolutely. And if you want a show suggestion, hit us up. Get on the list. See what we can do for you. Also, gigantic shout out to one of our big fans. Important fancy man. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to give him a big uh, big pat on the back. He started a uh, Reddit thread today on our subreddit. Uh, along with him that chimed in was uh, Pale Kaleidoscope. Subtle Evo, Warmed Guilt, Foreign Buy 6119, and A7 Scenario. Everybody chimed in with their favorite episodes that they had listened to and had some really cool comments. Mikey chimed in and talked yep. about his favorite episodes to record. So if you want to get a little more behind the scenes stuff and, and hear from us and get interactive, go check out the Reddit uh, subreddit. Uh, it's just Reddit slash AHC podcast. Yeah. Reddit slash R slash AHC podcast. That's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, boys, let's get some pre-show scores for Lindsay Lohan 
buddy, what you got, brother? So, um, for me, uh, I, I know Lindsay Lohan. We've, I've, I'm sure I've seen a couple of the movies throughout the years. Uh, I remember watching Mean Girls way back in the day. Yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, uh, she seems like, uh, like Randy mentioned in the intro, just kind of like another one of those Hollywood stars that we see that makes it really big, really young. And unfortunately, uh, just uh, the fame, the drugs and the money is a little bit too much. So, you know, I, I don't know if that necessarily makes her an asshole. But uh, I'm glad that she was picked for a show subject and that we get to kind of peel the layers of the onion back to see where she actually lies. From what I've heard of her, uh, and I really don't keep up with it, but I've heard two stories from Steve-O. And Steve-O talks about how he used to, you know, run in those same circles and went on to like the Paris Hilton parties and stuff like that back in the day. Yep. And there was one where Lindsay was at, uh, you know, they were at a party or something and, you know, Lindsay was like, hey, do you have any Coke? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, well, show me your bag. So he pulls it out and he shows it. And she just snatches it right out of his hand. And she's like, all right, bye bye And he's like, what the fuck? Whoa, what? I could see that. And he was like, he was pissed off, you know, and he was like all coked out too. And he was pissed off, but he was like, I'm just going to let this one slide. I was like, can I have it back? She was like, no, get out. And so he left. And he was like, I had to go tell all my boys that I just got mugged by Lindsay Lohan. Because cocaine's easy to find in L.A. Right. But yeah. that this story... Is not so wow. true. It's worth it, you know. So she stole uh, Steve-O's cocaine. Yeah, yeah. According to Steve-O, he used <laughs> that in his actually like his one of his last tours that he went yeah. around. That wow. was uh, people he did cocaine with. Huh. There was another. God, sp- imagine being somebody in Hollywood that just parties like a normal person <laughs> and did cocaine, and you go to his show and he's like, "All right, uh, this this set's going to be about people I did cocaine with." You're like, "Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of here." So the other story I heard is, um, I guess Lindsay was over at Steve-O's apartment and he was like, she went to the bathroom and I feel like she was doing some coke in there without me. And she was just like staying in there the whole time. And then she left and I had gotten some video that day and she had left her wallet in my bathroom. So I called her a couple days later. I was like, Hey, I found your wallet. I need to get it back to you. And she was in rehab actually. So I like went and met her in the parking lot of this rehab facility to give her back her wallet. But I kind of held it ransom because I needed her to sign the release form of the videos that I had taken that day. Oh, man. And so it actually came back that they were talking about it on the podcast. And one of his buddies was like, it would be like me calling out Randy or Randy calling me out. And he was like, you know, from what I remember of that story, like she came over to like hang out and you just kept on having a camera in her face. Yeah. And that was right at the time when paparazzi was following her around Mm -hmm. all the time. So I think she actually retreated to the bathroom to hide from you. And he was like, uh, maybe, I don't know. I was an asshole back then. Yeah. Very manipulative to make her sign the release by holding her wallet hostage there, Steve. You know, so, um, I, I don't know what to believe about her. You know, uh, you know, on one hand, Steve-O tells that she's a dick and steals his Coke. On the other hand, Steve-O's a Back in those days, he was oh, a yeah. big dick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Annoying. What if she had just shit her pants and was in there washing them out in the bathtub? Threw <laughs> underwear out the window. <laughs> she just panicking, trying to figure out, how do I clean this up? She, yeah, she, she ha- knows Steve-O's there with the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She happened to be wearing granny panties and yeah. just chunked them out the window, just wiped out. everything up with them and chunked them. Called yeah. an Uber and got the hell out of there. So, uh, But getting back to my score, if we say that the average person is a three or a four, I got to assume that uh, Lindsay is a bit of a diva, maybe on set is what I'm going to assume, especially in her later life and or in the later years. So I'm going to put her at, to start off the show at a 5.2 okay. and uh, we'll see where she climbs 
or drops by the end of the show. All right. 5.2 for Buddy. Mikey, what you got? Okay. She is the archetypical uh, case study for a child star, like what you don't want to be. In fact, she's become, you know, back in the day, there was some from, I don't know, the 60s and 70s, like the kid who played like Dennis the Menace. He had problems. Sure. Uh, Didn't Ricky Schroeder have problems? Ricky Schroeder had problems. The kid who actually... um, Kid to play Alfalfa and Little Rascals yeah. ended up getting killed in a like a bar fight. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, there's a lot of there. I mean, that that is a tale as old as time when it comes to child stars. Usually, their parents are pushing them. I'm sure we'll hear a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to score her dead in between Justin Bieber and Dustin Diamond. I'm going to give her four point five five. All right, four point five five for Mikey. Randy, bring us home. All right, so everybody knows. I guess. I know Lindsay Lohan from her troublemaking days, right? Sure. I was a little too old to be watching Freaky Friday and Mean Girls. I will say Mean Girls, pretty good fucking movie, Dude, though. Yeah, it, it has crazy Rotten Tomatoes ratings. It's, yeah. it's a good movie. It's you the know, only it, movie of hers that I've seen. And I remember like my girlfriend at the time was like, let's watch it. And I was just like, all right, fine, whatever. And then watched it and I was like this is legitimately hilarious and I really yeah. liked it yeah so and it got rave reviews but I never I never saw any of her movies all I remember is her her party days you know what yeah. I mean the Paris Hilton all, Britney Spears yeah, that, like constantly being in trouble all their vaginas just out there as they were getting out of limos <laughs> every single one of them Everyone, seen them all yeah. I remember someone said Britney Spears looked angry uh, they were like her yeah. vagina looks angry it was the time when uh, all those starlets were shaving well, I guess everybody at that point, it was like 2004 and everybody was just shaving it bald and oh, yeah. uh, Brazilian British, waxes yeah. were, but well, it wasn't a wax. It was, it was obviously shaved because it looked like <laughs> razor burn and it was very red and Yikes. that's why and mad. It, it, it was angry. 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 Yeah. So, you know, uh, knowing what I know and just kind of before it, I did the research on the show, if I had to pin her, it would be childhood star, fuck up, trying to resurrect her life. I'm at a 4.75. Okay. She's about the same level as Oprah Winfrey, according to uh, our scale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lindsay Lohan and Oprah Winfrey. There you go. Four seven five is my pre-show. All right, with a five point two from Buddy, a four point five five from Mikey, and a four point seven five from Randy, Lindsay Lohan's pre-show asshole score is a four point eight three. Historical territory that we're entering. Four point eight three is the exact same score as our very first episode. Ty Cobb. They oh. are identical. Ty Cobb and Lindsay Lohan. Twins. Twins. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay Lohan lived very similar lives. Definitely <laughs> pistol whipped a man to death in the streets of Detroit. And attacked a man in the stands. And That's yep. right. That's right. And in an elevator. Nice. And the press was always keeping Lindsay's name out of the news. Yeah. And yeah. she was like the Ty. greatest baseball player of the first <laughs> half of the twentieth century, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right. You guys ready to uh blast off to the stars? Yeah. Let's dive in. Lindsay D. Lohan was born July 2nd, 1986 in the Bronx, New York, as the oldest of four children to Dina and Michael Lohan. D like as in D-E-E? Dina. D-I-N-A. Oh, D- D- okay. I thought, okay. What, no, Lindsay is uh, her middle name. D. D-E-E. Yes. Okay. okay. That's what I was yep. trying to figure yeah, out. Because yeah. I was like, is it like Homer J. Simpson? <laughs> where you just never knew nope. what the J said for? Nope. It is Lindsay D-E-E Lohan. Okay. Yep. And her mother is Dina. Lindsay yeah. D. Yep. Lohan. So her mother, <laughs> Dina, was quite the dancer and had apprenticed as a rockette. Okay. Went to the American Ballet Theater and worked in off-Broadway productions. 
Her father, Michael, was a trader on Wall Street when Lindsay was born. In 1990, Michael Lohan was investigated for insider trading and convicted of criminal contempt of court. He was sentenced to three years in jail in Nassau County and was released in 1993 on five years probation. When Michael headed to the Slammer, he and Dina separated. That didn't stop Dina from working on her dancing career, and she started to get young Lindsay involved as well. Dina recalled, My girls grew up dancing. I taught everywhere, pretty much. Every dance studio on Long Island and in Manhattan. They would always come, and since they were little, Lindsay would sit and make faces in the mirror. She was an actress by the time she was two. By the age of three, Lohan began working as a child model with Ford Models. She modeled for Calvin Klein Kids and Abercrombie and appeared in over 60 television commercials for brands like Pizza Hut and Wendy's. Perfect one for Wendy's because she looks like a baby Wendy. She does look like yeah, a baby they, Wendy. Yeah, if they put her in uh, pigtails and rolled them out. Baby yep. Wendy. As well as a Jello spot with Puddin' Pop pill slipper Rapin' Bill Cosby. Nailed that one. How did you say that and like without a single stutter? Oh, man. When I wrote that, I knew it would be difficult to get out, and I got it on the first take. Pringle popping still no, poppers. Pudding pop pill slipper raping Bill Cosby. <laughs> man, that's a great album. <laughs> yeah. Do you like that one? Other credits include an appearance on Late Night with David Letterman as a trick-or-treating pile of trash. <laughs> Sesame Street. And by the age of 10, when Lohan played Alexandra Ali Fowler in the television soap opera Another World, Soap Opera Magazine says she was already considered a show business veteran. Yeah, and that reminds me of the show, which was, it was called Out of This World, which I thought is what you were talking about, but Out of This World was a show from the 80s in which a girl had a dad that was an alien that lived inside of what looked like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> no, what? don't remember that one. And I, In the slightest. I, I know it's extremely obscure because, like I said, I've often thought about whether it's real or it's just a fever dream that I've had. But I've had conversations. I've actually looked it up on YouTube, and it was real. And at the end of every show, she would absolutely be talking to her Rubik's Cube dad about her day and shit like that. <laughs> just, I don't know how people were getting these shows greenlit in the 80s, but it was there. But there was also a different world, which oh, yeah. was a show about an came entire on. black college community it, that was also a Rubik's Cube from another planet. Came on right after the Cosby's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was part did. of the Cosby block. It did. And yeah. they Dwayne Wayne. Yes, yeah, Dwayne Wade. And, no, uh, not Dwayne Wade. No, no, no. Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne. It was Dwayne Wade. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, God damn it, it's not Dwayne Wade. No, no, no. Remember, because he played for the Miami Heat, and he put up yeah. very good numbers. Yeah. And uh, and there was that, that episode where he actually fought, contract-wise, with, uh, with LeBron James. There was real problems. <laughs> Don't listen to Mike. Okay. <laughs> the first big break of her young career was when Lindsay landed the lead role in Disney's 1998 version of The Parent Trap, a remake of the 1961 classic. Lohan was lauded for her skills to convincingly play both Annie and Haley, just as Haley Mills played both Sharon and Susan decades later. Haley Mills, who would go on to Saved by the Bell fame, which really? One, who was she on? She was Miss Bliss. Oh, really? yeah. wow! That was uh, what was the original name of that show? It was like it was Good Morning Miss Bliss. Bliss. Yeah, Bliss. Good Morning yeah. Miss Bliss. Today yeah. I learned. Thanks, now Mike. you know. Yeah, absolutely. So in like twenty years, they'll do a Say by the Bell. Good Morning Miss Lohan. <laughs> and there you go. But she already. I'm so excited. By that point, she will already look 90 years old. Because <laughs> Zach, I'm scared. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah. Eat more pills. We. I saw something today. They were talking about that with the the. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Famous episode of Say by the Bell. 
And someone pointed out, they're like, it was just caffeine pills. Yeah, it was like yeah. yellow jackets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. And they were saying that the, the the writers initially it was it was it was amphetamines. Nice. But they yes, which would make much more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way because more at sense. the end, remember she went to rehab and got, I don't think you go to rehab for caffeine pills. Yes, yeah, no dose. Yeah. 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 I think the kids tried to push that a little bit more like if they you know could we use drugs or something yeah. and they were like no we are too wholesome here absolutely not the, the only drugs we use is when that one guy comes in and he smokes a joint and leaves the roach on the floor and then he tries <laughs> to bang Kelly who's 16 and he's like 25 that's not weird at all hey, we had a substitute teacher in high school like that uh, I think every high school has one like that I right? would drop his name but I won't yeah Lohan told Rolling Stone I left school for eight months when I came back my friends were like where'd you go I said, my family and I went on a long vacation. Then the movie came out, and they were like, um, Lindsay, that's you in Parent Trap. The film earned $92 million worldwide and received largely positive reviews. Lohan received unanimous acclaim for her debut performance. Critic Tenneth Turan called Lohan the soul of this film as much as Haley Mills was of the original. Yeah. Going on to say that she is more adept than her predecessor at creating two distinct personalities, which is actually really fucking high praise. Yeah. Considering Parent Trap, the original, was pretty fucking popular. It was a big deal, I know. Miss Bliss is like, fuck you, man. <laughs> it was the 60s, man. Stage acting, bitch. And then like her friend Joanna was just like, I'll be honest, I didn't really care for it. But then when I read Ebert's review, I understood like that the dynamics of it were actually pretty impressive. And I'll be honest, like if you'd still be my friend, uh, that would be great. The film won Lohan a Young Artist Award for Best Performance in a Feature Film, as well as a three film contract with Disney. But it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows for the family. Lindsay's father, Michael, was arrested when he violated his probation after flying to Napa, California to visit Lindsay, who had subsequently been hospitalized after an asthma attack that occurred during the filming. I mean, you got to give him a pass for that. Yeah, going to see his daughter in the hospital. Yeah. He wound up serving a year in prison because of it. Damn, that's when he, it's hard to get out of the system. So as Lindsay was making her stamp on Hollywood, she also had been working on another passion of hers, music. Miami Sound Machine alums Gloria Estefan and husband Emilio Estefan signed Lohan to a five-album production deal in September 2002 when she was 16 years old. They're like, did you like The Parent Trap? Because, you know, when I see The Parent Trap, you know what I think about? Miami Sound Machine. That's right. <laughs> it's absolutely like, there's nothing I think more about hard, awesome Cuban beats than when I see a, an Irish-looking little bitch. <laughs> In 2003, Lohan starred alongside Jamie Lee Curtis in the remake of Disney's family comedy, Freaky Friday, playing a mother and daughter who switch bodies to have to take on each other's roles. I know I mentioned the whole Jamie Lee Curtis hermaphrodite thing in the intro read, but I am pretty sure that's been 1,000% debunked. Yes, that is not true at all, yeah. but it was a long-held idea for people our generation. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the Lady Gaga also had the same... Yeah, yeah, which I guess would make, I don't know. I mean, neither they're all sort of strange or whatever. But what was strange was I remember some people would say that my mom looked like Jamie Lee Curtis, and then I was like, the one that y'all say looks like a hermaphrodite? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, no, the hot one from True Romance. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Mikey's mom's hot. At Lohan's initiative, her character was rewritten and changed from a goth style to be more mainstream. Her performance was met with significant praise. Critic Roger Ebert wrote that Lohan has the Jodie Foster sort of seriousness and intent focus beneath her teenage persona. Pretty high praise from Ebert. Yeah, from yeah. Ebert. And I, I really loved Roger Ebert, man. R.I.P., R.I.P., yeah, for sure. Is Siskel still around these days? No, he died way earlier. 
man. Mm. He died in like 92, I think. And I remember it went to... Ebert and Roper. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not as good. No. Showing our age here, boys. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. All right. God almighty. You can just Google our young, it. Our young, young listeners <laughs> like, who the fuck? Roger <laughs> Ebert? What? Well, they know Ebert. Ebert is like beyond, uh, he went beyond just normal critic. I mean, he was a uh, powerhouse. But Siskel, they're like, what a second? Uh, what is that here? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just Google it. Freaky Friday earned Lohan the award for breakthrough performance at the 2004 MTV Music Awards, and as of 2015, it remained her most commercially successful film, earning $160 million worldwide, as well as an 87% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. So, to your point, Mikey, it's a good movie, apparently. Uh, mean Girls? Yeah. Is, is it, no, I'm sorry. Freaky Friday. Yeah, I never saw Freaky Friday. You, no, you did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I did. You know you did. No, no. Alone, don't lie. Alone after but, work on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. It was I, a, I got, it was my own freaky Friday. <laughs> I was like, change change uh bodies with my dad and it was extremely boring. Her role required her to learn to play the guitar and to sing. She oh. recorded a song for the film Ultimate, which peaked at number eighteen on Disney Radio's top thirty. I can't say that I've seen Either of these movies, but apparently the kids love them. Yeah, and also imagine being a Disney executive. Like, I don't know, what are we gonna do? Pull some shit out from like thirty years ago. Let's just redo it. Yeah, well, run it back. Yeah, they because did they did that with her with like what uh, the parent, parent trap, trap and Freaky Friday. But yeah. also, wasn't she in a remake of like the Love Bug or something? That's correct. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So in two thousand four, Lohan had lead roles in two more major motion pictures. The first film, Disney's teen comedy. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen earned a domestic box office total of $29 million. And her second lead role that year was the teen comedy Mean Girls. Yes. Lohan's first movie, Independent of Disney. Yep. The film was a critical and commercial success, grossing $129 million worldwide. And according to Brandon Gray, cementing her status as the new teen movie queen. Yeah, Tina Fey wrote it. Really? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Was no, it, you're absolutely right. And who was it? Rachel McAdams was in it. She was in yep. it as, as well. well. And she was uh, she does peak great. of her. Yeah. There was legitimately like I there was moments where I was like legit laughing out loud. It's yeah. it's funny as shit. Yeah. Side note, she also had a new bow at this time. That seventies show star Fez, aka Vilder Walderama. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Didn't she have a couple guest spots on there, too, as his girlfriend or something? I still can't get over the fact that he's not Fez in any show that I see him in. And I, know. I know people don't like to get typecast, and he's done in a lot of other good stuff, but... I don't know what he's done that's he's good. I, oh, he's, he's on one of the CSI or some shit that's He's famous for, for swimming in it, though. That dude has laid it out with, with so many like big yeah. celebrities that he's like famous for being Fez and uh just slaying hot chicks yeah just drowning in pussy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is fucks not okay. a bad life sorry to our lady listeners i don't mean that in any pejorative or uh, it's just a it's just a, a turn of phrase that's right that's at mikey at amc <laughs> podcast yeah. well, you know what it is you guys have a hot chick she's getting yeah. impaled on dick he's swimming in pussy. there you go Lohan received four awards of the 2004 Teen Choice Awards for Freaky Friday and Mean Girls, including Breakout Movie Star. Mean Girls also earned two awards at the 2005 MTV Movie Awards. And in 2021, the New Yorker critic Randy Brody placed Lohan's performance in Mean Girls at number 11 on his list of 
the best movie performances of the century so far. That's oh, absurd. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is. I thought, wow, that's pretty important. And Mikey is like, fuck that. And I can't say that I've seen it, so I have no opinion. What did he place it at? Number I tr- 11? I number 11, like of all time, like, or, or of this century. I'd right? like to see what his top 10 is if that's number 11. Like, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I can't even imagine it being. I like, would probably say David Spade in. Tommy Boy? No, not and not in Tommy Boy, but Joe in, uh, Dirt. Joe Dirt. Yeah. yeah, he would be my number one. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 compared to this list, he would probably be number one on this list. Well, what was his name again? Because I'm gonna have to look this up after this is all over. Richard Brody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In terms of her musical venture, Lindsay released her debut album, Speak. On oh, December seventh, yeah. two thousand four, the album was the first high seller for Casablanca Records in several years, selling a million units in the United States. The album received mostly negative reviews, with critics commenting that Lohan isn't a bad singer, but not an extraordinary singer either. Yeah, but like she had been singing for like a year at this point, like or learned to play the guitar on the movie before, and was like, "I'm gonna make a record." And then was, Gloria Stefan signed her. It was just a combo deal. It was a 360 deal. Yeah. You're an actress. Now you get to be a singer. Now you get to do makeup. It's all that shit, you know. And she gets Paris to be a Hilton. dancer. Par- yeah, Paris Hilton had her own album. I mean, it was. Yikes. Yeah. In the United States, the album peaked at number four on the Billboard 200, selling 262,000 copies in its first week. Yeah. This is why, like, when I see, like, the Netflix top 10, I'm always like, I don't belong on this Pass. planet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not Pass. a normal person. This is all shit. Hands up. Give me all your money. Well, enough money for a cheeseburger from the value menu, at least. We are now live on Patreon. Find us there at AHC Podcast to get all the latest episodes of Conspiracy Court, ad-free shows, shout-outs, stickers, and a whole lot more. It would be a crime if you didn't. Big thanks to all of our fans, and we appreciate all of your support. Now, let's dive back into the action. So here she was, 18 years old and on top of the world. Think of some of the choices that you made when you were 17 or 18. Now imagine what you would have done if you had a couple million dollars. I can say with little doubt that if any of the three of us would have been in that position, there is 0% chance that we would not have fucked that up pretty good at that age. Oh, hardcore. Paparazzi began following her in her love life, and partying became frequent targets of gossip sites and the tabloid media. Oh, I would have died. Like, yeah, legitimately. no, you would have yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have straight up died. <laughs> no, I, I can't deny that yeah you, you would have probably died mikey phoenix outside yeah the, uh, yeah there'd be another show called and you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have broken up a fight you would have like it, dared us that you could jump off a bridge and swim across a river it would have been something like really jeff buckley or something yeah i would have gone sorry. out like jeff buckley <laughs> that was kind of dark sorry no, for all no. the jeff buckley fans out there i mean i'm a jeff buckley great fan, guy yeah you shouldn't swim across the mississippi river nope. taking those boots off ain't gonna help you that much nah that's right but there was just more to some drunken, coked-out shenanigans going on in Lindsay's life. In January 2005, Dina Lohan filed for divorce. It was noted that the separation came after Michael Lohan's court-ordered rehab for showing up uninvited at the family's Long Island home, which was a violation of the restraining order taken out by his wife. Wait, I'm so confused here. So they divorced twice? No, they were separated. Oh, okay. They Originally separ- separated, and she and there was some kind of restraining order. Yes. But then filed for divorce and got a new restraining and order? I hadn't filed for divorce yet. 
I feel still, like still uh, separated with a restraining order. Okay. I feel like a a restraining order and a divorce should just be a combo pack. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. They they have money. They weren't going for the discount deal. I know. They, I know. they didn't need the yeah the. the I just con- feel like the in the court package. should be like if you're filing for this, then this also comes with yeah. it. So uh, yeah, Michael Lohan's court ordered rehab for showing up uninvited to family's Long Island home was in violation of the restraining order taken out by his wife. This conflict came to a head when he and Dina's youngest brother, Matt Sullivan, got into a fistfight outside of Lohan's Long Island home during a May 23, 2004 first communion party for their son, Dakota. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it was a communion party and a fistfight broke out. And how old is the son, roughly, at this time? Uh, It was his first communion, so I don't know religion. 10, 12? There you go. Communion is 12. Yeah, Yeah. you're about 12 for communion. The blood of Christ compels you. The blood, (laughs) what was the kid's name? The blood of your uncle's fucking (laughs) face compels me. (laughs) It's Ash Wednesday. (laughs) Lohan was charged with attempted assault, and while awaiting sentences, was involved in a car accident that led to his being charged of DUI of alcohol in aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. And it seemed as though dad was in a bit of a tailspin after he and the wife split. Worst man ever. Yeah. Yeah, he's wiling out over there. Lindsay suggested that Michael was also abusive at home. One of her music videos displays herself and her real sister, Aliana, privately suffering while the actor portraying their father is abusive toward the actor playing her mother. A lot of stuff in the video has happened in my real life, she told MTV during the video shoot, which she also directed. Ah. With all this going on in her life, her personal life was also about as volatile as, well, a teenager on drugs. White lines seemed to be the theme of Lindsay's life for a while. Even so much that Steve-O named her Lindsay Blohan. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. The white lines that she was unable to stay between on the road and, well, the white lines being busted up on the mirrors of the most happening spots in L.A. Lohan told Piers Morgan in 2013, I got arrested for my first DUI when I was 20 and they found me with drugs. And from then on, the press were on me all the time. It was the first time I'd taken drugs. I was out in a club with people I shouldn't have been with. I took cocaine. I got in the car. Doubt. It was so stupid. Yeah, Doubt. the first time I took cocaine. Uh-huh. The, the first time you did that? it, you got caught. Uh-huh. Well, then you'd never do it again. <laughs> you'd be like, that. okay. You know? Scared you, straight. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, shit. This, this, this is not good. But it's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely not the first time she did cocaine. This was the beginning of a five-year stretch that not only had Lindsay fighting to stay employed and out of jail, but one that also made the Lindsay Lohan image that many still think of today. This chick went off the fucking rails for about half a decade. The actress's struggle with drugs and alcohol sent her to five rehab facilities for a total of 250 days from 2007 to 2012. In that stretch, Lohan appeared in court 20 times before four judges who found her in violation of her probation four times and sentenced her to six months in jail. Still, she spent less than two weeks behind bars in her six trips to L.A. County Jail. Measures to relieve jail overcrowding led to her release just hours in all of those visits. Lindsay did spend 35 days confined to her Venice, California home, which I'm sure was extremely difficult. Yeah. It's why like, I, I mean, couldn't even go out to Starbucks. Like, yeah. dude, I remember that I wasn't paying a ton of attention, but I remember she was in a ton of trouble at this point. When you put those numbers out there like that, though, it's fucking mind blowing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, she's putting up bigger numbers than her dad is. I thought I'd done a pretty good run there from 16 to 19. And uh, no. So buckle up. We're going to go through a five year period of her life that seemed like one long bad spring break trip. Keep in mind, she was still getting work when all this was playing out, and I'll try to weave that in along the way. 
You guys ready? Here yes. we go. All right. January 2007, Lohan enters a drug rehab program for the first time. She continues to work on the movie I Know Who Killed Me during her 30-day stay at the Wonderland Center in Los Angeles. Spoiler alert, it was cocaine. In early May 2007, the drama Georgia Rule was released. In the film, Lohan plays an out-of-control teenager whose mother brings her to the house of her own estranged mother. Entertainment Weekly wrote that Lohan hits a true note of spiteful princess narcissism. During filming in 2006, Lohan was hospitalized, her representative saying she was overheated and dehydrated. In a letter that was made public, studio executive James G. Robinson called Lohan irresponsible and unprofessional. He mentioned various late arrivals and absences from the set and said that we are well aware that your ongoing all-night partying is the real reason for your so-called exhaustion. Lohan said, I was out too much. I was caught up. I was going out too much, and I knew that, and I have much more to live for that, Lohan told People Magazine a few years later. Uh, what year was she born again? She was born in 1988 or 90? 86. 86. 86. So she was 20 when she, when all this was happening. Yeah, 86. Okay. So 2003. Was, 2006 was when she was, uh, for Georgia Rule, she was like showing up 20, all fucked up. 19, yeah. 20. Yeah, so point. she was 20. Yep, exactly yeah. right. Well, I mean, you know, we had that one summer where Randy showed up to the Meat Mart hungover and uh, also dehydrated uh, daily, but he wasn't getting paid <laughs> millions for that job. He just got free biscuits while he hid out in the freezer. <laughs> and sometimes go, a bone in the back. I would go out in the cooler. <laughs> I would, yeah, go in the cooler and uh, <laughs> sleep because I was so hungover. Yes. And uh, count drinks. Same quote. age. Same yep. age. So, yeah, just not, no access to money or cocaine. Later that month, on May 26, 2007, the actress is arrested on a misdemeanor drunken driving charge after she lost control of her Mercedes-Benz convertible and struck a curb in Beverly Hills, California. She checks into Promises Treatment Rehab Facility in Malibu, her second visit to rehab. Lohan is voluntarily fitted with an alcohol monitoring bracelet after her release from her 45-day rehab stay. About 60 days later, just two weeks after checking out of rehab, she's arrested again. A woman called Santa Monica police saying Lohan was trying to run her down with a car. Ooh. She was charged with DUI, cocaine possession, and driving with a suspended license. Ooh. The next month, Lohan enters rehab for the third time. This is at the Cirque Lodge Treatment Center in Sundance, Utah. Mm-hmm. Later that month, she pled guilty to misdemeanor cocaine use and driving under the influence. The actress is sentenced to serve one day in jail, 10 days of community service, and three years on probation to pay a fine and to enter an alcohol education program. Lohan said, It's clear to me that my life has become completely unmanageable because I am addicted to alcohol and drugs. Recently, I relapsed and did things for which I'm ashamed. I broke the law, and today I took responsibility by pleading guilty to the charges in my case. I very much want to be healthy and to gain control of my life and career, and have asked for medical help in doing so. Okay. So, yeah, she says see, that, but then always ends up back at home after serving, what, like a week or two in jail or something like that? Well, I think it's the equivalent, too, of like when you talk to somebody when they're younger and they got really drunk the night before and they're like, I will never drink again. Yeah. A couple of years later, arrest warrant is issued for Lohan because of a probation violation. The judge drops the warrant several days later when she decides that Lohan was in full compliance, but the paperwork was not updated. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a paperwork issue when someone goes to jail. The horror stories you hear about this. I mean, I don't know how I'd react, but probably not well. But she did get one paperwork violation and had to go to jail one time. I had one uh, that was similar, and I had done my community service. And then the probation officer did not like me, and she was like, you did this a day late. Uh, You have to go back to jail. 
Oh. And then I was like, I'll fucking kill you. And then uh, I went to jail for much longer. Actually, the the last half of that story is not true. But yeah, that kind of stuff happens. It's very hard to get out of that uh, if they really want to fuck you up. Yeah. On August 23rd, 2009, the bling ring allegedly stole around 130000 worth of clothes and jewelry from Lohan's home in Hollywood Hills. The bling ring was a group of seven teenagers and young adults based in and around Calabasas, California, and were convicted of multiple thefts. They broke into the homes of several high-profile celebrities over a period believed to have been between October 2008 and August 2009. I love the thought process, too. They're like, I got this great plan. Let's steal their fucking clothes and take it to Plato's closet and sell it for like, <laughs> you know, twenty five cents. The, it was jewelry. <laughs> I know like Met Gala dresses clothes, and yeah, stuff. Clothes. We're gonna take it over to that fucking vintage shop and just sell the shit out of it. We're gonna make so much money. Just like when we used to take VHSs of mine up to yep, the pawn shop. The pawn shop back yes, in uh, yes, today. Right. Well, their activities resulted in theft of about three million in cash and belongings. Much of the stolen property belonged to socialite Paris Hilton whose house was targeted several times, although over 50 homes were reportedly targeted. I got robbed again. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have to start staying at home. Like, <laughs> fuck. I can't remember hearing about this at all, but I know they did wind up making a movie about it. it. Did make I a movie remember about hearing it. about it the was, gang, the um, name of the gang. The Bling uh, Ring. Sophia Coppola did the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she directed it. I never saw it, but. Yeah, yeah I remember the, the Bling Ring sticks out in my head. It has to be a good donut shop name. <laughs> the Bling Ring. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In October 2009, Lindsay goes back to court, and a Beverly Hills judge extends Lohan's probation for drunken driving for a year to give her more time to complete a required alcohol counseling program. Judge Marsha Revel warns Lohan that she will go to jail if she hears again that the actress has not been attending meetings. The judge says that she wanted Lohan to have her career, that she cannot thumb her nose at the court, however. Around the same time, Lohan narrated and presented the British television documentary Lindsay Lohan's Indian Journey, about human trafficking in India. It was filmed during a week in India in December 2009 and transmitted on BBC Three in April 2010. The BBC was criticized heavily for hiring Lohan, and while reviewers called the documentary compelling, they also found Lohan's presence to be odd and distracting. Yeah, was it, they're like, let's do something that's very serious, a uh, human interest story, uh, Real problem with human trafficking. Who should we get to? David Attenborough. No, no. Let's go too, Lindsay no, Lohan. Now that's an idea. Fresh and drug addicted. I mean, this yeah. is just <laughs> right good. Up alley. That, that's right. Let's do it. A few months later, on May 20th, 2010, Lohan showed that she listened well and misses a required court hearing in which the judge was to determine whether she had been attending weekly alcohol sessions as ordered. Defense lawyer Sean Holly tells the judge that Lohan is unable to fly back from the Cannes Film Festival in France because she lost her passport. Ah. Oh. That's a, actually a terrifying thought to lose your passport. I guess. If you're not, not for if you're a not, celebrity, not, though. No, exactly. If you're a normal person, losing yeah. your passport is a fucking disaster. Yeah, it's like uh, there's the joke that Dave Chappelle tells about like him and his buddy get pulled over. And uh, it's a black dude driving, you know, and Dave Chappelle's like, I was, I was scared for a second. Then the cop walks up and is like, oh, shit, you're Dave Chappelle. And I was like, I know I'm cool. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm cool. <laughs> like, An arrest warrant was issued by the judge at the hearing, and it was withdrawn after a representative for the actress posted a $100,000 bail. Four days later, new bail conditions are imposed on Lohan when she appears at a rescheduling hearing. A stern-faced judge orders a drinking ban, random weekly drug testing, and that the actress again be fitted with an alcohol bracelet to detect. Ah. Yeah. So uh, what does the first that time. 
and so what these bracelets detect when you drink alcohol yep like yeah. they can tell when you've been drinking yep yeah that's why you just have to live in the swimming pool mm-hmm. uh. you just <laughs> <laughs> just keep your arm pruned up real good in july of that year the judge ordered lohan to serve 90 days in jail for missing alcohol counseling sessions in violation of her probation the judge also orders lohan to spend 90 days in a drug and alcohol rehab program after her jail term is completed I did everything that I was told to do and the best I could, a sobbing Lohan tells the judge. Photos later reveal that Lindsay had painted fuck you on her middle finger during the hearing on in nail polish. Oh. Dang, man, that's cool, man. Yeah, isn't it, though? Fuck. It's fucking edgy, dude. Two weeks later, Lohan's put in handcuffs in a Beverly Hills courtroom and had taken to jail to begin her term, where she was actually forced to share a cell wall with one of the individuals arrested in the connection with the bling ring. Oh, oh snap. She's yep. in there with the thugs that stole her shit. Yep. Stole your shit, bitch. I did it. August 2nd, 2010, Lohan is released from the Linwood Correctional Facility after less than two weeks behind bars. She's immediately taken to Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles to begin her court-ordered rehab. She was released from rehab just after 23 days, and on August 26, 2010, Judge Eldon Fox, who had replaced the prior judge, imposes a new set of probation rules that allow Lohan to live in her West California home, saying she's learned her lesson. Judge Rick Fox. Yeah. Weak. September 17th, Lohan acknowledges through Twitter postings that she did fail a drug test, but the actress says that she's working hard to overcome her drug addiction. Regrettably, I did in fact fail my most recent drug test, and if I am asked, I am prepared to appear before Judge Fox next week. As a result, Lohan tweets, a probation report released later reveals the drug test failure involved cocaine and amphetamines. Damn, double up. Man. Yeah, she was going hard. September 24th, Lohan returns to court where Fox orders a preliminary revocation of her probation based on a probation report saying she tested positive for controlled substance. She shows no emotion as deputies cuff her, hands behind her back, walk her out of the Beverly Hills courtroom for the drive to jail. Lohan's released that night after another judge overturns the decision and does grant a $300,000 bail. She is fitted for another alcohol detection bracelet. <laughs> Man. Strike 42. That's right. Four days later, Lohan checks herself into the Betty Ford Clinic in Rancho Mirage, California for substance abuse rehab. She stays for about 90 days and then moves into an apartment in Venice, California. While shopping in Venice in January of 2011, Lohan visits the Camo Fee and Company Jewelry Store. She allegedly walks out with a one-of-a-kind necklace valued at $2,500 around her neck. A store clerk calls police to report it missing, triggering an investigation by the LAPD. A week later, the LAPD obtains a search warrant to look in Lohan's Venice apartment for the missing necklace. It is handed over to police by someone associated with the actress before the search could begin. Lohan is charged with felony grand theft by the L.A. County District Attorney. Damn. So she just walked into a jewelry store, was like, I want to try this on. And fucking walked out with it. Hey, just like she stole Steve-O's Coke. She yep. walks into jewelry stores, steals necklaces. I remember hearing about this. And, uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, weird. February 23rd, 2011, Lohan makes her eighth court appearance in nine months for a hearing set by Judge Keith Schwartz. The hearing is scheduled to consider her probation after the theft charge. A couple weeks later, Lohan's ninth court hearing in 10th month occurs as the judge gives her two weeks to decide whether she's going to accept a plea deal or move closer to taking the theft case to trial. Ooh. 
Two weeks later, Lohan rejected a plea deal and preliminary hearing is set a few weeks later so a judge could hear evidence to determine where the case should go to trial or not. April 22nd, Lohan spends five hours in custody before posting a $75,000 bail on being sentenced to 120 days in jail for violating her drunken driving probation by being charged with theft. She's also ordered to perform 480s of community service. Her felony theft charge, however, is reduced to a misdemeanor. Of course. This chick is in some fucking serious heat. She keeps going to the court just... She keeps uh, dodging felonies left and right, though. I know. I'm on my 12th DUI, uh-huh. but I promise I won't drive on weekdays. It's yeah. a good thing you got money and are famous, because uh, otherwise it'd be real bad. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd go to prison. Yeah. In May, she was sentenced to a 120-day sentence, 480 hours of community service, and uh, reported to jail later that month in May to begin serving her sentence and yet again was fitted with an electronic ankle bracelet and released to serve her time in home confinement. I don't know why she's stealing jewelry. She keeps giving it uh, for free. Right on back. <laughs> you get That's it for free, right. man. You get a fucking alcohol monitoring bracelet and you win this uh, ankle bracelet monitor. <laughs> Do you have a show subject that you think would be a great fit for asshole court? Hit us up on any of our social media pages and let us know. As you know, we're full of good ideas, and some say full of other stuff. But we'd love to hear your ideas as well. Give us a shout, and maybe your subject will wind up in our courtroom. We'll definitely give you a shout out. Now, let's dive back into the courtroom. Lohan was released from home confinement after 35 days. She must resume work on the 480 hours of community service ordered as part of her sentence, including 360 hours at the L.A. Downtown Women's Center, and get this, 120 hours at the county morgue. God, Ooh, that's hard morbid. Pass. Yeah. That's it's like a, from the girl from My Girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the bees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thomas and the bees. That's it. On July 21st, 2011, a probation hearing shows that Lohan's in compliance with her community service, fines, and shoplifting counseling requirements, but she's not signed up for the court-ordered psychological counseling. Her lawyer explains that a lapse in Lohan's health insurance, because she's not been working in the past year, prevented her from paying for the counseling. So she's saying because she doesn't have health insurance that she can't afford to pay for psychiatric counseling. She can drop that 30 G's on a $300,000 bond, though, whenever she needs to. Yeah, exactly. I can't cover that copay. Had $130 worth of shit stolen from her house, like jewelry yeah. and stuff, but yeah. So in October of 2011, the judge revokes Lohan's probation for failure to comply with her community service. She was supposed to be performing community service at a downtown L.A. Women's Center, but Lohan posted nine excused absences at the center since her last court hearing, and performed, at most, only two hours of service. Lohan is removed from the courtroom in handcuffs. She posts a $100,000 bail and is freed within two hours of her arrest. The next day, Lohan arrives late and misses her first day of community service at the L.A. County Morgue, one day after the judge rebuked her for similar failures. The coroner's office did give her a second chance to appear on time the next day. Yeah. I really hope Lindsay shows up and works here. Uh, like, God. You know, those corners are so fucking thirsty. I heard Lindsay Lohan's coming to work. I mean, Jesus Christ, you serious with this? Like, I mean, she, it's cool she missed the first day. She'll show up the second day. It's cool. Yeah. So in November, the what do ju- you what do you fucking do at the morgue? Is she the one putting the toe tags on? Yeah. Is she, they're obviously not letting her like do autopsies. Uh, right. She just 
But just, hey, take that, take that stiff one and put him back in the freezer. I just, I don't even understand the thought process there. It's wild. Go to freezer number seven. Hey, bring me Bill. Hey, you're not mentally stable, so let's put you around a bunch of corpses and let's see how this plays out. <laughs> I think that may be in in lieu of the DUI. They make you show, oh, here you could go kill people. And yeah. You have to go to the morgue to. Well, you can tell she cares. Yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And on November second, two thousand eleven, the judge orders Lohan to serve a thirty-day jail term for violating her probation on the necklace theft conviction by missing community service. <laughs> after the yeah. after the jail time, the actress was ordered to work at least twelve days a month at the county morgue and eighteen psychotherapy sessions. Okay. In December of that year, at the monthly probation hearing, Lohan's judge is pleased with how well the actress is complying with her probation requirements in the previous six weeks. Did a great job scrubbing that corpse. Looks right. good. Looked Lo- real good. Lohan had worked 12 days at the county morgue and took part in five psychotherapy sessions over the month. And Sautner said, the morgue seems to be pleased, as pleased as a morgue can be. <laughs> yeah, you know that one in there so it was around this time that Lindsay was approached by playboy to do a photo shoot that would emulate the famous marilyn monroe shoot from 1953 ah yes Lindsay accepted and the january february 2012 edition of playboy was released with Lindsay on the cover and copies flew off the shelves so like i mentioned i needed to make sure that what i was going to discuss was going to be accurate so i researched the photo shoot all in the name of research and well she's hot <laughs> the well, photo. <laughs> I mean, Playboy shoots. Have you ever seen an ugly Playboy shoot? They're yeah. really good with the airbrushing and all that stuff like that. The photos were a lot like Marilyn's poses from the old school. And I got to be honest, Lindsay's boobs were a little bigger than I thought they would be. I was going to drop a Jugs joke here, but there it is. There's my <laughs> joke. Yeah. But uh, in terms of curtains matching the drapes, there weren't many frontal shots, but it looked like to be a, a smooth playing surface. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. No uh, grass on the field. Eh? That's right. Yep. Good Lord, help us. <laughs> In March 29, 2012, in her final court appearance, Lohan thanks Judge Sautner for being fair as she ends the felony probation. But Lohan remains on informal probation for two more years on last year's misdemeanor shopping conviction. I know it's hard when people are following you all over the place, but that's the life you chose, the judge told Lohan, advising her to live your life in a more mature way Stop the nightclubbing and focus on your work. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's great advice. Please get naked more. <laughs> I, I mean. So we live in America, the home of second chances and comeback stories. While Lindsay took not giving a fuck to another level for half a decade, she did put the work in to get her shit back on track. Who better than to get your life back on track than Oprah? The eight-part documentary series, Lindsay, was broadcast in March and April 2014 on Oprah Winfrey's OWN cable network. The series followed Lohan's life and work as she moved to New York City after leaving rehab. In the final episode, Lohan said that she had a miscarriage, which had interrupted filming of the series. Okay, that sucks. I'm sorry. In 2015, English band Duran Duran announced that Lohan was featured on the song Danceophobia in their 14th studio album, Paper Gods. Lohan signed on to star in an MTV reality series, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, focusing on her business ventures in Greece, which aired on MTV for one season. The star also became a resident of Dubai, where she enjoyed a relatively quiet existence. She told Emirates Women in 2018 that relocating to Dubai gave her a fresh start, a holistic one at that. I've really had a wonderful experience while people taking me under the wing and teaching me more about culture. 
I'm a very spiritual person. I'm always interested in religion and faith and beliefs and women being stripped of all their rights and our powers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just kidding about Lindsay saying the whole thing about stripping women of the rights. That was just yeah. me. Yeah. I'm a very spiritual person and I love that my house was built with slave labor. There was plenty of Filipinos that died and also cleaned my dishes at times. And, uh, you know, it just feels great to be out here in Dubai. Yeah, if she's doing any coke out there, uh, those judges are not going to be as lenient as the ones here in the States. No, they are not. No. And on November 28, 2021, Lohan announced her engagement to financier Bader Shamas after three years of dating. On July 22, 2022, a representative confirmed that Lohan and Shamas were married after she called him her husband on her Instagram birthday post. When's the divorce? <laughs> on March 14, 2023, Lohan announced via Instagram that she and Shamas are expecting their first child. Oh, I thought you were going to say divorce. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. went a different way than I thought. A week later, on March 22, 2023, Lohan was revealed to be among eight celebrities charged by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission for violating investor protection laws by promoting cryptocurrencies without disclosing that they were a paid sponsor. That's pretty common at this point. Lohan, yeah. Yep. Lohan settled the charges for over $400,000 without admitting or denying the claims. Hmm. And that, boys, is Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We didn't even uh, get into her dancing that she was doing at that party that one time. You guys remember this? That I, don't, on the, I don't recall. I think I don't even this. when we talked about the show... None of us have paid much attention to her as a person, mm -hmm. so I don't really recall this one. Yeah, let me just pull this up for y'all. All right, we're about to play the dance video. I'm excited to see this. Oh, so she did this. Okay, this dancing right? Yeah, here we go. This dancing and the internet blew up. They're like, "This is the worst dancer I've ever seen in my entire life." And it was like a meme for like six months. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, so Be I just watched I it. Do. I was going to say, I, I, it, it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't great. It was... Um, Whatever. She can dance better than I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Then again, I don't have a record deal either. So there's that. No. Yeah. 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 Lindsay Lohan. What a strange, weird story. Yeah. It's, it, it is. Let's, let's, let's talk about some final scores. Who wants to uh, start us off here, buddy? You want to... Yeah, I'll, I'll lead us off. So, you know, the, I'm kind of conflicted in a sense because, you know, we've, you know, we've talked about Justin Bieber in the past. Um, we've talked uh, about plenty of child stars that just get too much money, too much fame and just all of it too fast and uh, end up, you know, going through those formative years of like 16 through 25 mm -hmm. in the spotlight. But the thing that I take a, a lot of offense with her is like, I mean, like, I can't blame her for manipulating the court systems the way that she did just to try to get, you know, back home all the time. If I was in a similar position, I would try to do the same. But the thing that I don't like is the the massive number of DUIs that she has during this time. Yeah. I mean, if you know that you have a problem with that, you've mm -hmm. got the money for fucking taxis. I mean, I've like, never understood that. I've never understood the celebrities that get DUIs that are like A-list. I'm like, yeah. dude, you can have a driver anywhere. Yeah. I would never, they, I would they, never drive myself they anywhere. Never. They even have services called uh, like Red Code or Red Hat services yeah, yeah. where they send two drivers. Yeah. And one of them takes you and the other one takes your car dude, and they take you both home. If I was a celebrity at that level... I would never drive anywhere, anytime. Ever. Ever. People talk about like, all the money I would spend for like a McLaren or whatever. No. 
I would just get one of those uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans that in the back is like my living room with like a like a PlayStation Five, <laughs> and I would just be like, just pick me up. I'm fucking faded, dude. Yeah. And there's snacks in there, like a refrigerator, some more beers, and Lots like of gummy bears. Yeah, oh, tons of gummy oh, bears. Yeah. yeah. So and many I would, gummy bears. If you yeah, don't know, drive. Mikey and all of us, we're big fans of good oh, yeah. quality gummy bears. They could be Albanese. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Want, don't want to drop names, but Albanese gummy bears. They're very very next good. level. Yeah. yeah. If you guys really ever want to send us gummy bears, just hit us up. Slip into our DMs and we'll be about <laughs> <laughs> we'll be about those gummy bears, boy. So, but yeah, that's what one of my main issues that I have with her is just the the constant DUIs. Um, because I mean, that's it's not just you at that point. Yeah. You're you're risking yeah, the lives of everybody right. else. And you know, I think that that's a, a smart move that the judge did by making her go and do community service at the morgue. And in one of the times that she got a DUI, she tried to run over some lady. Yeah, she came at a lady in the it, car. Like just two no, years no off. Out of, I mean, two two weeks out of yeah, it was getting right in trouble after. for that. Then there's the necklace, that she, the $2,500 necklace that she stole. She thinks that she can just walk into a place, try mm-hmm. something on. I'm like, I'm Lindsay Lohan, bitch. Yeah. I can just walk out. She's and been entitled her whole life. From yeah. the age of like three, she was in this. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, her mind is not normal. She's right. disconnected. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that yeah. as well. So with this constant display of, it's one thing to, you know, risk your life all the time. But when you're risking other people's lives in the process, I have a big problem with that. So um, where I originally had her at a 5.2, I think I'm going to punch her up just a little bit. I'm going to put her at a 5.5 right up there with Courtney Love. All right. um, she kind of reminds me of a younger version of her um, that just got started earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows? Maybe she's also a certified genius as well, like uh, Courtney. Doubt it. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going to land my final score, 5.5. All right, 5.5 for Buddy. Mikey, what's your take? You know, I, I learned a lot more details about her whole parade Deal. through yeah. the correctional system and everything like that. It was way more extensive than I realized. I didn't pay a lot of attention to her. At the time, like I said, I was older and stuff like that. I liked the movie Mean Girls. I would recommend that to anybody. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, uh, it still but, tracks today. Yeah, but it's not great because of her. It's great because the writing was good. Anybody probably could have stuck in there. Uh, I feel bad for her in a, uh, in a sense in that, like, she obviously has uh, addiction issues and stuff like that. And she has the luxury of being able to escape that instead of having to get introspective and try to fix herself. It's running out. Clock's running out pretty quick here. For sure. Oh, yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. And yep. Uh, and it's kind of probably a weird feedback loop now where, like, the embarrassment feeds into that need to sort of self-medicate because she went from being A-list, huge, to being, like, a like a laughing stock and an ongoing joke, a punchline. But looking at the scores here, it's, I don't know. I can see the Courtney Love thing, too, but also... I can see, like the, you know, Teal Tequila is a fucking Nazi. It's tough. Yeah, but she got hit in the head. <laughs> she did. She did. I am going to go with a five point two five. Five two five. Five point two five for Mikey. DMX is a slightly better person than her. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Randy, wrap us up. All right, so I, I have a softer take. So I view Lindsay Lohan as one of those folks that child star and just had a lot of money early on and did a lot of shit that I feel like I kind of said in the intro. We would have done a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. I don't know if we'd have been driving around doing much coke, but we might have. 
if we were 18 with yes. tons of money and you know what I mean? Like, But I also hate the old me too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I was a bad person. But guess what? She probably hates the old her too. Yeah, it's true. You know and mean? also, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? I was she's, only, she's only like six years or so older than us. I wasn't younger a, than younger, us. Younger, yeah, younger than us. So. It's, it's tough to be like, I was a bad person. I don't think I was a bad no, person. No. But I just was a, like, I don't like that version of myself. You, you weren't a bad person, but you were very... Uh, self, I was self-centered is a wrong word, but like that's probably right. Worried about you, and we were all that way. Yeah. Every teenager, yeah, is. it's all about you, you. know, like, yeah. and then you always think everybody's thinking about you the I, whole time. I do, and, and I think she kind of fell into, like I said, kind of just the wrong group of people, and was exposed to a lot of the the fun things that are available in life when you're 18 and in Hollywood and got money and all that shit. She fucked up, made a bunch of terrible decisions, you know, but. To see her kind of make her come back and realize, you know, hey, I, I, I kind of fucked up. She's married, you know. Trying kinda, to live that different life trying, now. Yeah, trying to get shit back on track, man. She's she's trending the right way. So Definitely wish her the best. Yeah, for sure. But and Of I, course. So I'm actually going to gear her back a little bit. I'm going to have it at a 475. 475. 475 right in line with Oprah. 475 or Randall. That's right. Final score for Lindsay Lohan. All right. With a 5.5 from Buddy, a 5.25 from Mikey, and a 4.75 from Randy, Lindsay Lohan's final asshole score is a 5.17. 5.17, great company she's with. Tila Tequila came in at a 5.1, Dr. Oz at a 5.25. So, Lindsay Lohan at a 5.17 is going to fit right in between Tila Tequila and Dr. Oz. All Fred right. Durst and Dustin Diamond and Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Asshole Corp. Like we mentioned early in the episode, if you guys have ideas for show subjects, hit us up. And if you want to start uh, or sending us gummy bears, you can do that. <laughs> we like that. We love them. So again, check us out on Reddit at reddit slash r slash hc podcast. Start a thread. Get it going, man. The one we had a couple weeks ago was awesome. We love the interaction. We want to hear from you. I'm in there all the time, man. I'll talk to you, even if you hate me. And it's, if you do hate me, I'll talk shit to you. Absolutely. I'm jumping in as well, so. Yeah, and you know we we love you on Patreon. All our Patreon subscribers, thank you so much for all your support. We encourage everyone to go on there, get the ad-free shows, get the conspiracy court shows, get all kinds of free swag. It's the fucking bomb. Patreon.com slash podcast. Put the full name in there so you can find us. We're explicit. They don't like us on the regular search. We love all of you. Be kind to one another. We'll see you next time on Asshole Court.